0: Hello. Welcome to the Creativist Co. Podcast. I am Lindsay Greer.
1: I'm Drew Greer.
0: And we're doing it. We're, we're doing this thing. <laughs> trying to. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, people. Um, Man, this feels cool and kind of daunting, but really exciting.
1: Yeah. So we're married. We're not siblings. We decided <laughs> to start this because... Uh, I do like music composition, recording, engineering stuff and Lindsay is a creative director at a church and she does tons of graphics, print media design, kinda everything. But
0: yeah. I do a lot with like web and social media, um, artwork for series. I work with like a couple of emerging teams that we have of um a couple videographers, handful of photographers, handful of graphic designers. So it's it's growing, um, and it's been really fun.
1: And we got married about eight months ago. Heck yeah. yes. <laughs> and through that, we inadvertently started working together, because we hadn't really thought of it until like three months into marriage. Like, oh, I- you could do music for this video I'm working on and that kind of a thing. Yeah. So. Which
0: pause on that. Cause I think that's really weird about our story. Cause we dated, we only dated for nine months by the time we'd gotten married. So it was quicker, but I mean, I knew, I knew you as a guitarist and composer and, and all of that. And you knew what I did, but for whatever reason, we never talked about can we work together or do our um, disciplines sort of intertwine. We never talked about that until after we got married, which I think is really kind of funny. Um, also I just want to say, so he snuck in there that he does like recording stuff and I had no idea what that meant before I started dating you, but I have an entire playlist on Apple music of everything that you have recorded guitar for. I think it's everything that you've recorded guitar for. And yeah, it's like the coolest thing to have my husband's like little playlist in my phone. Um, yeah, he's just, he's an awesome guitarist, wicked guitarist, oh, I would say. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this a little bit because we just, I mean, on this first episode, we just want to explain why we're doing this. Um,
1: why are we doing this, babe?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, practically, we just wanted to set up a website because you do engineering and composing and you love when you have the opportunity to work with clients and, you've done lots of that in the past 10 years, I'd say. So, you know, we just wanted a space to kind of put that out there. And, um, I, I do like illustration and stuff on, you know, on free days off. Um, and so no, I just wanted done
1: some design stuff for clients and that kind of a thing too, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But since, I mean, yeah, that's true. But since my full-time job is, I mean, it's, it's a very full-time job. Um, I mean, I, I take on like one logo every six months. <laughs> so I, I don't really want to hold that out. There is like, I'm going to do your logo, but I do like making illustrations. So we set up a little print shop on the website. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we just wanted to start this because the more that we started working together, I think something that we started talking about,
1: it got really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Let's be real. It got really hard. Why did it get hard?
1: Cause we're sensitive. enough. <laughs> <laughs> And we're in artistic very types. ways Yes. But yeah, we found we could push each other's buttons real quick when it came to like any kind of creative or artistic thing we were working on together in ways that in my experience, no client or cooperator or anything like that has been able to do.
0: <laughs> Are you referring to the egg incident?
1: The egg could be part of it. Yeah.
0: We had this, okay. Just to like brief 20 second explanation there. We had a fight
1: (laughs) (laughs) about a hard boiled egg, about
0: a hard boiled egg, about the consistency of the inside of a hard boiled egg. And it was, we, we sat with it long enough to, to recognize we were just, we were fighting over like how we receive criticism of each other's work. Um, but that's, yeah, like it got hard. It got hard for a lot of different reasons because we wanted to work together but right. we wanted to like figure out how to do that in a way that wasn't awful.
1: <laughs> Toxic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it kind of led us to, I mean, cause, cause most of the time I would say, I don't know, you'll have, you'll have to jump in here, but like, I would say most of the time that I got really sensitive or hurt, I think it was because I was having trouble with some insecurity on my creativity. Yeah, And so you would, you would help me process that. You would talk me through that. And then I think I've had to do the same for you in like a different way.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still insecurity. It's still feeling like you thought you had the right vision and ideas and then you come in and it's not, and you being the client have every right to say that's not what you wanted at all. But being my wife, I take it very personally.
0: (laughs) Right. And what he means by the client is like, because I'm, I'm the creative director at our church and I make the artwork for different series. Like we do little intro videos. And so Drew, I've been asking Drew to compose those, which has been amazing. So like in that sense, I've been the client asking him of something.
1: Yeah. So you have every right because you're paying for a product that it can be exactly what you want it to be. And that's my job to give it to you. (laughs) Right. But the marriage factor is where I got real hurt and it took it personally of why are you criticizing me like this and why are you right. rejecting my ideas? <laughs> you know me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like, and please don't hear that. We've like worked through it totally, but I think we've gotten a lot better. Like we've been able to recognize like, okay, you hear it better in this way. I hear it better in this way.
1: Yeah. Well, even our vocabulary with each other has grown quite a bit. Because I remember you would tell me what you wanted it to sound like, and I'd have no idea what you meant. And then I'd say, wait, do you mean this? And you'd say, what does that (laughs) mean? So he had like no (laughs) common language to communicate either.
0: Right. Which if, if anybody has ever had to ask for a style of music from a composer, like it is not as simple as saying like, oh, I want it to have a jazzy feel or I want, you know, because you're trying to direct the mood and the tone and whatever. This is totally a rabbit trail, but I find it interesting. Mm -hmm. Like me trying to figure out vocabulary to tell you has been the biggest challenge in just describing my thoughts and my
1: and me translating your thoughts accurately has been an insane challenge too. yeah
0: but i would say he did this one called the fight um and i think i told you that i wanted it to be plucky <laughs> like plucky french i yeah. think is what i said and you completely nailed it so that was nice esp that we had going on on that project mm-hmm. um but i think like why we're starting the podcast Because the website's kind of separate. I mean, it's like your work and my work. It's just a place that we can put some of our stuff out there.
1: And it is creativistcode.com if you'd like to come visit it and contact us.
0: Heck yes. Also, good friend Josh Pruitt from Ivy Ivy Wild Visuals did the photography. And it's just, ugh.
1: He makes us look a lot cooler than we are.
0: Yeah, he totally does. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Josh. Um, But, you know, we started the podcast because the conversation's Drew and I were having about our creative sensitivity buttons, or like, I, and not even in conflict either. Like, you know, yeah. just in my job, I would be trying to make something, and I would, I would just feel, man, I don't think I'm really good at this, or, or how do I get better at this, or, um, why, why am I struggling so much? And then I would look at Drew, who, like, if any of you actually know Drew in real life, he is like so consistent, so steady, so, so calm externally, I would say. And so I would look at him and kind of be pissed off because I'm like, I feel like I'm struggling and like, I'm questioning my value in what I can bring creatively, which also isn't good. But I would look at you and think, why are you swimming through the creative process in a way that I'm jealous for?
1: Oh, I guess I just kept all that on the inside.
0: Right. Which is why I said (laughs) externally, (laughs) but But
1: I think too, I, just having done it a little longer than you. Cause I mean, you, you took that time for a while where you weren't doing anything artistic or creative for a good chunk of time. There's a lot of reasons for that and we can totally dive into that another time. But I think. Oh, I can give
0: context to it now. I mean, essentially, essentially what I was seeing in drew was this like what I have perceived as like creativity is so intuitive for some people. And if you don't have that intuition of creativity and how to approach the creative process, you therefore are not creative. Uh So I think like personally, that's what I was finding with you because I would look at you and you just seemed like, yeah, I'm handling the ups and downs of the creative process and I'm, I'm chilling. I'm cool. You might not be creative because you're, you're spiraling. That's not what you were saying, but that's how I was internalizing like the Mm -hmm. differences. And I think in talking with you and having the job that I do now, because what he was referring to, like, I took a break. Um, yeah. And basically, well, did you want to jump in?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you were very artistic as a kid and I mean, you spent so much time in dance and ballet growing up and you, I mean, your degrees are in art history and animation. So, yeah, (laughs) but I mean, hopefully it's okay. I speak to this. She was told by professor, a few professors, like, yeah, I don't think you're really good at this. You should probably just do like find like a more administrative, like organizational kind of job. Like that's your strength. You're not really a creative. And it was unfortunately she like took that to heart for a long time. So
0: well, I think the first time it ever really came, uh, it was a professor in my undergrad program, and they just straight up told me, I don't think you're one of those people that will finish anything that you start. And I don't think that you're good at this. Woof. And I like as an 18, 19 year old, that was so crushing. It was, I mean, that's hard to recover from if you have a healthy self image and everything else, but it was totally crushing because it just felt like an authority figure was telling me you're awful at what you've chosen to do and don't bother. Um, And then I had a couple more professors in my animation degrees and master's programs tell me Um, they were much gentler about it, but they kind of were trying to counsel me and mentor me and they just took me aside and were like, I don't think that you should be in the creative field in this way. Like you seem like you should do something administrative. And it, I think all of those experiences from authority figures just kind of made me go fine. I guess I'm not good at this. And so I just shelved it and Mm -hmm. I didn't work on any of the things that I had grown up doing. Um, like sketching and painting and doing charcoal. And um, I I just shelved it because I just thought, okay, I guess I'm not good at this.
1: Yeah, and I think I was really fortunate growing up that when I was feeling that way, whether or not I believed it, people telling it to me at the time, like I had enough people in my life who saw something and said, no, you should keep doing this. This is worth pursuing for you. Right. Like don't sell all your guitars yet. Like there's a reason to hang on to that there's a reason to keep going.
0: Yeah. And I think I had that in ballet, but I didn't have mm -hmm. that in the thing that I was pursuing, which was a bummer. (laughs) And, (laughs) but I think, I think what I started to resonate with in that time that I took a break from everything artistic was like, I would hear people say, and people in my own family too, like they would kind of look at me as the creative one because I had actually done quote unquote art Mm -hmm. in a way. And Um, I was starting to resonate with anybody that would say like, yeah, I'm just not creative because I got it. I like understood what they meant by that. They meant like, I don't have that intuitive bone in my body that allows me to create fearlessly.
1: Oh no, I'm just agreeing.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought you were going (laughs) to jump in. Um, yeah. So like I started to agree with that and then I mean, essentially, you know, through a series of life, as life will wind you through and use everything in your toolbox, um, I started working for our church, Denver United. And I was originally hired as, I think it was like a ministries administrator. I don't even know. It was a very admin heavy role. And two years later, our creative director left and they decided to give me like a trial interview to see if I could be the creative director. And I was scared out of my mind because I was like, I haven't practiced this in five years. At that time, it had been like four or well, three. You
1: had done a few one-off things, hadn't you? Like a few flyers or Photoshop stuff yeah. for Christmas Eve and some other things where they're like, oh, you, you do art, artsy stuff. Well, And then it, they find out, wait, your degrees are in, <laughs> well, they you have did, a master's in
0: animation? <laughs> they, well, that that makes our church sound a little like bad in the hiring process. That's not what we mean. Like they definitely knew yeah. my resume, but I think, you know, you just get to know somebody in the work environment and I wasn't functioning in those art roles. So they but were just you like, are,
1: to be fair, you are a beast at all kinds of organizational administrative things. Oh, so thanks. of course they're going to be like, Oh, she's great at that. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: well, why thanks. would they
1: look elsewhere? Cause they're not trying to find any spot for you. Cause you're killing it where you're at.
0: Totally. And like, and I wasn't really pushing for it. I think like, yeah, I was just helping out with flyers here and there. Um, so then for them to ask me to come and do the creative director thing after my interview was over, um, I was scared because I just, I realized like, I, I haven't grown this sense of creativity and wanting to create because I've felt that my entire life. And I don't know how many of you feel like this, but I, I, I have just felt in me like there's something in me, there's something in me that I, I have, And then I married this man who's incredibly gifted in so many different ways. And I'm watching him, you know, obviously externally, like I said, he just seems like he's swimming through it, but you've attacked the creative process head on. And for me to like watch you do that, and then you kind of having to talk me down from the ledge whenever I get really stressed, it kind of, it made me it like something clicked in my brain where I was like, this is something that our culture teaches that certain people
1: you have it or you don't.
0: Right. This this really bad idea of you have creativity or you don't.
1: Well, cuz how many people have we met like they see a sketcher doing and Lindsay and I, well, Lindsay definitely draws, I doodle, but like people see it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, how do you draw like that? I can't draw at all." They're like, "How did you learn to do that?" Or like, "I work at a school as well and I have kids who are just like, "How'd you get so good?" I was like, "Well, I just did it a bunch." Like, "Oh, I can't draw anything." And it's like they're ten years old and for some reason they believe already like they can't they can't draw, which literally everybody's capable of.
0: And yes, everybody is capable of drawing.
1: But you've been told at some point in your life you're not. Or you believe it.
0: Or like when you were ten years old or fifteen, or maybe last week, if you just for whatever reason grabbed some computer paper and tried to draw something and the first time you tried it, it didn't look like what you were going after. Oh, I'm I'm not good at drawing. Well, you did it once. Yeah. And, you know, did did you look into it? Did you watch a YouTube tutorial? Did <laughs> Did you go to somebody that you know can draw and just say, help me out? Or did you read up on it? Like, there's so many things that I feel like hinder, hinder people's exploration and curiosity and creativity because they feel like, oh, I'm just not naturally gifted. So let's just chuck it.
1: Right. But I mean, not that natural gifting isn't a component, but I mean, it's kind of a cliche by now, but it's what the 10% talent and 90% work, something like that. So yeah, even if you had the gifting, it's like the people who put in the time and the effort and the work to get good and to like hone their craft and be really intentional about it. Those are the people who you see and like, admire and you think, man, how, but most of the time what you're seeing isn't just their natural gifting. It's the hours and hours and hours of work and time and energy and thought that they put into it.
0: Yeah. And I think it takes like a different resolve. This is what I'm finding, because like I said, I think I'm a little bit behind drew a lot behind drew in, in approaching this, like with grace for myself and giving myself the space to learn and not be hard on myself in, in really harsh ways. But, um, like just, just try, it, it's like a different resolve that I'm learning to hone of try it. It doesn't look that great. Try it again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's something that I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't get that. But Well, I-
1: it's really easy to slide into, you see it once and you can get so down on yourself so fast. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I'm so guilty of that still. <laughs> like I feel like last night when I was working on the teaser for you. It was just like, Oh my gosh, really? This is what it, I just put the last two hours into this and this is what it sounds like right now. Like, <laughs> ugh, what's wrong with you? But then <laughs> and it got there, But <laughs>
0: but then this is why I respect you so much in this space. Um, I respect you in all spaces, but particularly in this, like you, you came out to the kitchen, you told me that, and then you just went right back in, you worked on it for like another hour and I love it. It's, maybe my favorite thing that you've done
1: oh wow
0: yeah it's really good
1: (laughs) yeah but i mean i think some people are raised or wired more positively than others but it's i veer into the negative and the cynical so it's been a huge battle of not oh this first thing didn't work now i'm human garbage to like to not jump to that
0: (laughs) i'm human garbage oh my gosh is that what you've told yourself before
1: (laughs) um probably with more profanity but yeah
0: (laughs) oh that's hilarious no but i mean just real
1: (laughs) just learning to tell some of those negative voices to shut up because it's not productive you're not going to get better by telling yourself how much you suck Right. Like that's not what helps you grow. And I think that's the other problem is too many people. That's the narrative they tell themselves. Yeah. And I think it takes like a pretty active conscious effort not to just slip into that and decide, oh, you should just quit. Why do you bother with any of this? Just call it. Right. Go become an accountant.
0: (laughs) Which we love accountants, by the way. My brother has an accounting degree, so that's not. (laughs) But. Just, yeah,
1: I guess I'm thinking of a career that's supposed to be stable and make lots of money, right. even though maybe it's not creatively fulfilling. Versus artists. Unless you're Ben Wyatt, then maybe. Ben
0: Wyatt. <laughs> uh, Parks and Rec, gotta love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially why we've just started the podcast, because some of the conversations that we've been having with each other, for me, have been so healing, so growing, and so helpful in approaching creativity, but I've realized the more that we talk about it, this is for everybody.
1: Yeah. Not, and I mean, both Lindsay and I are probably more what you'd stereotypically call creatives. So sure. some of this might resonate more with people in graphics or music or art or just something like that. But our hope is that some of these conversations open doors and people who don't necessarily identify as creative and feel, a freedom to, and it doesn't mean you like suddenly start drawing a ton or get a sketchbook, like just to open up parts of yourself that maybe you've closed off because you were told, no, that's not really something you can do. And you believed it. And so you never really pursued it after that. But
0: yeah. And I think I think just to kind of underscore that thought of like, we're hoping that this is for everybody, like the definition of creative, it says relating to or involving the imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic work. So They're that not first
1: exclusively.
0: part, right? Not exclusively, but just especially. And, and then the, so that's the adjective. The noun says a person who is creative, typically in a professional context, that's everyone. Yeah. You know, like when, when you're when you're imaginatively reimagining, that's such a repetitive sense, but <laughs> when you are reimagining the work that you do and you're trying to get better and you're trying to reach an original idea that will actually serve what you do best. Yeah. That's creativity.
1: Well, cuz like I like the school I work at, I work with a bunch of really awesome teachers and many of them would probably not say, oh yeah, I'm a creative or I'm an artist or anything like that. But I watch them in their classrooms and the the time and energy they put into a lesson plan to cr- make like a creative lesson that pushes something open for a kid that's not just, here's what the book says, here's the definition of this, take this note, that it's like engaging and fun and like one of them created a math mentors program for the fifth graders to go partner with a third grade class and they come up and they work on like fun math games with the third graders to help them better understand. Cause now they're kind of the teachers too. So that's like such a cool opportunity so for both the third graders and the fifth graders to like teach and learn and do something fun and memorable. Like that's creativity in action as well.
0: Yeah. No, it's so great. It's, it's just so, um, yeah, we, we just wanted to create a space where we could just continue to have these conversations and start these conversations for yourselves. I mean, our hope is that, you know, you can just listen and maybe it gets your, your brain going in a different way, or you start believing Mm -hmm. like, actually I do have the ability to be creative. Um, yeah. And we just really wanted to bring that to more people and continue to explore it for ourselves. So,
1: yeah. So if you have ideas for topics or thoughts just to send our way, like go to our website, creativistco.com, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-I-S-T-C-O. And I think it's a pretty easy to find link that you can shoot on a topic over, give us your thoughts, anything like that. And yeah, just on we'll the contact page. Incorporate it because we could always use more ideas about what to talk about. Yeah. So we have a few in the bank, but...
0: Yeah, but we just want to keep doing this and we're going to have, you know, friends and people that um, mm-hmm. are actively, you know, engaging this. Um, so we'll be inviting them in for conversations, but we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you guys will join us um, if you would not mind <laughs> um, in the app store. If you could rate, review and subscribe to the podcast,
1: not just click on the stars, but even if it's just a cool
0: <laughs> yeah because it, it all it that worded
1: does. review helps for whatever yes. reason i
0: don't know why but it helps us to be more visible and algorithms. we would just appreciate yes algorithms we just appreciate that um and you can follow us on instagram it's at creativist underscore co and yeah we well, cool. can't wait to journey with you guys
1: hopefully we'll see you back here next week
0: sweet have a good week bye bye